Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the, the, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. <laughs> You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I had to do it a little bit different because I know my man Lance Davis, my man Strong Style, they added, you know, the stable genius and vocal minority. I want to see if I could throw them off. But that is not the case. Big shout out to everybody here in the Stats Overbeat Cypher. We're checking in on the chat room already. Dilly Dilly to Mario. What up, brother man? D Gold. Hey, how you doing out there? All right, check this out. We're going to have a good show for you, okay? We are getting ready for week four. I will give you my Thursday night football prediction a little bit later on in the show. We got the Rams and the Vikings getting it on. The Rams are touchdown favorite right now, despite the fact that there will be no Aqib Tlaib, despite the fact that it looks like, you know, Marcus Peters may or may not go. Game time kind of decision. We'll see about that. Dalvin Cook looks like he's going to give it a go on the Minnesota side. I will end this show with my prediction. If you remember last week, I predicted on Thursday Night Football that the victory fridges would be open against my J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 and that's, in fact, what happened. So you may want to listen to the spitting statistician on this one. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give out a DFS lineup, right? I'm going to tell you what I like there in DFS. Boy, did I have the game stacks right last time. Unfortunately, I did not say Calvin Ridley. I was like, yo, I like the Falcons. Yo, I like all the Saints. I had Julio Jones and Michael Thomas. Maybe it did a derivative of my lineup, and you wound up with that Ryan Calvin Ridley stack. I know some of you guys on Twitter absolutely did and told me that we helped you win that cash okay follow me on twitter if you ever want to ask me some questions we got the patreon stats overbeat cypher as well so we're going to do the dfs lineup right some spotlight games we'll talk about thursday night football i will also give you some defenses to stream listen you may have carolina on by you may not want to go with some bad matchups for some defenses i will give you eh, four defenses that i kind of like that you can probably get um that I would, I would feel comfortable streaming, okay? And then later on in the show, we're going to open up the phone lines as well. We're going to take some questions from the Stats Overbeat Cypher in the chat room. We're going to open up the phone lines later on in the show as well. But news and notes first. Since we last spoke here on the Fantasy Freestyle on Tuesday, a lot of stuff is going on. By the way, the uh, friendship bread is in the freezer. All right, Jilly Dilly, I got you. The friendship bread is in the freezer. We're going to, you know, warm some up on Sunday morning. We're going to take a morsel of it, and hopefully we keep the good luck going. Okay, but since I spoke to you on Tuesday, uh, Rex Burkhead was sent to IR. 
All right. And y'all know in the chat room, right? Uh, y'all know about the stereotype, the Mitsubishi, the Panasonic, the Sony Michelle. I was telling y'all last week that I was on Sony Michelle. I was telling you on Tuesday that I like the stereotype Sony Michelle. And now with Rex Burkhead on IR, woo! Like Ric Flair, I like Sony Michelle, okay? I think it is Sony Michelle time. All right. This was a committee with three people, right? With Burkhead. Now it is a timeshare. And I think, to be honest, like a standard kind of a traditional timeshare. You know, you are going to see Sony Michelle as the early down, as the goal line guy. And you will see James White in PPR. I think both of them. This week, I think both of them are startable as back-end RB2 or flex plays. And going forward, I think both of them are viable, especially in PPR formats, okay? Give me shares of the stereotype. If you are part of the Stats Over Beat Cypher, you know this is not news to you because your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, stable genius, and vocal minority has been telling you that for weeks. Ya tu sabe. All right. Um, Alshon Jeffrey cleared for contact since we last spoke, okay? But here's the thing. He still mispracticed today, but they're saying that was because of an illness, all right? Alshon is someone, if you drafted him and he's back and out there, I'm okay with playing him right away because there's no real other options. You see, Nelson Aguilar is getting like eight catches for 33 yards. He's not going downfield. Zach Ertz, however, is one of only five players in the NFL this season to have double-digit targets in each of their first three games. You know Zach Ertz is getting heavily targeted, but Alshon should get some opportunity if and when he comes back. It's trending like he may have a chance to debut, and I'm okay if you need to put him in a flex spot this week against the Tennessee Titans, okay? Um, If you don't have to, I like that wait and see. If he does go ahead and get dressed and get cleared, but... um, I think when he is back healthy, you can run in Alshon Jeffrey right back in your lineups. We have a timetable now for Evan Ingram. They're saying two to four weeks for that MCL. Listen, if you're part of the Stats Overbeat Cypher, you know I think he's a crazy anyway, someone you need to forget about. Remember how I was talking about Evan Ingram and it was about his target share, right? I said last year he popped off because he was like the last man standing. I said Odell was going to get his, and he is. I also said Saquon was going to get his. And Saquon had like 14 catches a couple weeks ago, okay? Those are the targets that would have been going to Evan Ingram if he was healthy. I'm off Evan Ingram right now. I told you on Tuesday's show when we did the waivers on tight ends that there were plenty of tight ends that I liked, okay? I think some of them will be fine for you in Evan Ingram's place. Vance McDonald, Tyler Eifert among them. Boy, do I love those Bengals in that matchup this week against Atlanta. I like a little bit of a uh, Andy Dalton, Tyler Eifert stack. We'll talk about that a little bit later on as I reveal my DFS lineup. Also, it's trending in the direction that the Fitzmagic will continue for at least one week. All right. Um, I think Fitzmagic is going to get the start week four. Yes, they have officially reinstated Jameis Winston. Yes, it's true. Dirk Cutter hasn't really talked about it or divulged it, at least to the media. Right. Um, But Fitzy is getting all the first team reps. Fitzmagic is going to start this week. However, I think this is a very good week to hop off Fitzpatrick. Against Chicago, he's going to get pressure, going to get turnovers. Then they have a bye next week. I could see a universe where this is Fitzpatrick's last start for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, so if you have Jameis, Oldham, he may be back in the saddle after the week five bye. But this week, I think it'll be Fitz Magic. Chase Brown in the chat room is asking me about Lindsey or Dalvin Cook. PPR help, 
please. I'm going to tell you right now. If you drafted Dalvin Cook, he's one of your studs, and I usually default to start your studs. However, in this situation, I am worried about Dalvin Cook tonight. And here's why. One, he's just maybe a game-time decision. He's going to give it a go. He's certainly not 100%. And we talk about Thursday night football and what this means for player safety, right? We saw Mixon get banged up, right? We saw Terod get banged up. People get banged up on Thursday night football. I would be worried about Dalvin Cook's usage tonight. Even if he's there, he's not 100%. You think he's getting a full workload? I think Latin Murray is still going to get some opportunity. I'm worried about Dalvin Cook for that reason. I'm also worried about Dalvin Cook because of Ndamukong Sue and Aaron Donald. Not the best run matchup with that front, that front defensive line of the Los Angeles Rams, okay? So a lot of reasons to fade Dalvin Cook tonight. Chase, you're asking about Philip Lindsay or Dalvin Cook. A lot of reasons to like Philip Lindsay. I like everybody playing against the Kansas City Chiefs. They're in shootouts all the time. A lot of production to be had. Chase, I can understand going Philip Lindsay over Dalvin Cook. I know it's a tough thing. I know a lot of people will be like, what do you mean? You got to start Dalvin Cook. I'm okay if you go Lindsay, my friend. I am okay if you go Lindsay. Um, another question out there. Jared is saying, I got both Cooper Cup and Robert Woods playing tonight. Should I be starting both or should I bench one over the other? I hear you, Jared, and this is the problem. I talk about the fantasy herd all the effing time, and this is why. You don't know which one is going to pop off. Here's what I'll tell you, Jared. I'm, I'd go Cup, uh, Cup over Woods. Why? Because Cup is the guy who gets red zone targets. Cup is the guy in the slot. And the Vikings have some good cornerbacks themselves, Xavier Bumpy Rhodes and their crew. Uh, so I would prioritize Cup, I guess, over Woods. But I understand that kind of week-to-week thing. Strong Style agrees with me going Lindsey. Uh, Pete, however, does not agree with me saying Lindsey is done. So that's the question right there. Jim Ross, I did not see your question, my friend, just yet. I'm sure I will a little bit later on. Let's keep it moving with my news and notes. Doug Baldwin. Doug Baldwin. Getting into limited practices. He might be trending in the right direction, okay? Russell Wilson says he looks great. Uh, Doug Baldwin says he's chomping at the bit. He might get back into play, and boy, do the Seahawks offense need him. I'll tell you what, though. This means Brandon Marshall is no longer a thing, okay? If Doug Baldwin comes back, Brandon Marshall is not a thing. Get him out of any lineups you still have him in if Doug Baldwin comes back. The last thing I'll say. Joey Bosa is going to be out until after the Chargers buy, they are now saying. They're saying that Joey Bosa may not come back until halfway through the season, week nine. They could have put him on IR, designated to return. This is a big blow, all right? This is a huge blow, in my opinion, to the Chargers' hopes. I got to tell you the truth. This is a problem for me. I think this is a big issue um, I don't like the Chargers as much anymore. Um, I think he has that level of impact on that pass rush. It was To me, it was about Boza and Ingram creating more pressure than most teams could. They were like, I picked them to go real far in the uh, playoffs, right? <sighs> this gives me cause for pause. I guess Patty Mahomes in the AFC West also gives me cause for pause with my Chargers call, but this really does frustrate me. I think this is a legitimate issue for the Los Angeles Chargers. That notwithstanding... Let's go to the defenses that I want to stream this week. 
and the Chargers are one of them. Okay, listen, the Chargers get lucky, okay? They are at home. They face the San Francisco 49ers sans Jimmy G spot, right? So I like that matchup. You got CJ beat hard going in there, and I think that the Chargers get back on the good foot. They need this game. Remember, they are one and two. It's no slouch to have your two losses be to the Chiefs and the Rams, so it's okay. I still think the, uh, the Chargers will be a playoff contender. Um, and, but I like their defense this week against the non-Jimmy Garoppolo San Francisco 49ers. Remember, when C.J. Beathard was the starting quarterback of the 49ers last year, remember how like the Niners were, what, what like 1-10 when uh, Jimmy Garoppolo took over? That was C.J. Beathard, mostly. Okay, there was a little Hoyer in there involved as well. But um, that was C.J. Beathard. That's what they are reverting back to, okay? And we know their struggles... Um, you know, in terms of they've already lost McKinnon, they got a banged up Goodwin, that sort of thing. So I'm all over this Chargers defense as a streaming defense. And maybe you could have gotten them because remember last week they played the Rams. So people were off them. Some people may have dropped them. So you can go out and get the Chargers defense. That's one. I'll give you another defense I like. Seattle, those Seattle Seahawks, same kind of reason. They're playing Arizona. We saw what went down with Arizona when Sam Bradford was under center. He was playing games with like 90 passing yards for the game. All right? So I like Seattle this week against the Rosen one and Arizona. I think it's going to take some time uh, for Josh Rosen to kind of get up to speed and really hit the ground running. So this week, I like Seattle as a defense that you can stream uh, because a lot of people have been off Seattle, right, as a defense. So if they're available for you, I say, just like Redman, pick them up, pick them up. So the Chargers are one. Seattle is one. Here's another one for you. Um, and this sounds crazy. I got to tell you right now, this sounds crazy. It even sounds crazy for me to say it out loud. Because this is a defense that I have been targeting to attack in DFS as recently as like a couple weeks ago. All right. And I acknowledge that. But again, it comes down to this bad offensive line that I'm attacking. You know, one of the offensive lines that I have been all over all season long that I think has been piss poor, a dumpster fire, blunt guts trash is the Houston Texans. So I can see streaming the Indianapolis Colts this week. And I know you're being like, Speeds, that's crazy. What are you talking about? The, the Colts' pass defense is horrible. Yeah, but here's the thing, and I've made this point before. When it comes to defenses and fantasy, it's not about keeping the point total down, right? Because that's very hard to do. And the difference between giving up 14 points and 21 points is like two points in most leagues, right? It's about sacks and turnovers. And I've told you that... Deshaun Watson is now looking at the rush, not keeping his eyes downfield. The Texans are giving up sacks left and right. The Indianapolis Colts are also tied for third in the NFL with 10 sacks already in their first three games. So I think you could put down the Indianapolis Colts for four sacks this week against Russell, uh, not Russell Wilson, against Deshaun Watson. Okay, so I know it sounds crazy, but I'm looking for some sacks out of the Indianapolis Colts this week, and I think they become because of that a viable streaming defense this week okay so I like the Chargers I like the Seahawks and I like the Indianapolis Colts as streaming defenses those are uh, the ones I'll give out I know a lot of people are asking me about that let's take a couple questions from the stats overbeat cypher here in the chat room Javon Jackson says I have Kamara for my RB1 
good. I need to decide between Eckler, Lindsey, Aaron Jones, or Yeldon for my RB2. Listen, if there's no Leonard Fournette, then I like TJ Yeldon, but I think uh, Fournette is trending in a direction where he will play, so for that, give me Philip Lindsey. I like the pass-catching back against these Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to be in a shootout, okay? The Broncos are going to have to keep up with the Chiefs. What does that mean? It means the PPR back. That's Philip Lindsey on the field for a lot of the game. All right, so I like Philip Lindsey as your RB2 there, Javon. Uh, Cesar Contreras, Cousins or Andy Dalton? Listen, I know it sounds crazy, but I'm on Andy Dalton this week. I really like Andy Dalton this week, and let me explain why. Because when we come back after the break, I'm going to be giving out my DFS lineup, right? And uh, Andy Dalton's in it. Okay, so the Atlanta defense, they're secondary. They lost Keanu Neal to a season-ending injury. They lost Ricardo Allen to a season-ending injury. They lost their cover linebacker, Deion uh, Jones, to a season-ending injury. Or he's on almost IR, maybe to be returned, right? I like Andy Dalton. I like Andy Dalton attacking that, that secondary that has gotten hurt. Okay, and, I, and as you know, that offensive line has gotten a lot better. Everybody knows about the Rams' defense, right? So... Uh, I'll lean Cousins, okay? We got a couple more questions I'm going to get to right after the break. But when we come back on the Fantasy Freestyle, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to answer some questions. I'm going to give out my DFS lineup, and then we're going to open up the phones, okay? I'll give you the number to call. When we come back, we'll open up the phone lines, and we'll answer your questions by phone if you want to get down on the Fantasy Freestyle with the Spitting Statistician. Come on right back. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Gonna give it to you. What? What? Huh? Uh huh. Hey, that's my DMX impersonation. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hey, yo, Strong Style, give me Big Ben at home. Give me Big Ben at home. I love that. I think that's going to be a higher scoring game than most people think. That total is up in the 50s as well. Sunday night football, the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers. This Steelers pass defense, you saw what Ryan Fitzpatrick did against them last week. That's why I even like Joe Flacco as a waiver ad if you need it, right? Or as a back end or as a QB2 if you need it, as a streaming play if you need it. I'm all over that game. Strong style, I'm telling you right now, I had a guy I had a guy uh, on uh, Facebook Messenger hit me up and he sent me <laughs> He sent me uh, his, like, screenshot from, like, Pandora or whatever. And he was like, yo, Speeds, you got this song in my head all the all week long. I can't get the song out of my head. You guys know what song it was. Sing it with me. It would be, hey, it would be so nice, Galladay. There it is. All right, check it out. Uh, the number to call, guys, we're going to start loading up the phone lines. The number to call is 347-767-6614. I'm going to start taking your questions. But first, I got to give out my DFS lineup for week four. I already let the cat out of the bag, right, that I like Andy Dalton. 
Andy Dalton is going to be my QB this week. I told you I am attacking this Atlanta secondary. Remember, I also look at the totals, okay? Now, let's start with the theory first. I look at the high total games, right? And so you got Monday Night Football at 55, not on the slate. You got Sunday Night Football at 51, not on the slate. So the only other totals in the 50s are... Cincinnati Bengals and the Atlanta Falcons at 52 and a half and then the Saints and Giants in a surprising one in my opinion at 50 and a half okay so just check to see how many uh Bengals Falcons Saints or Giants I have in this lineup all right Andy Dalton is my quarterback at 7,400. I think that's a value. I think he's going to be able to attack it. You know I like the offensive line. They're saying A.J. Green may be back. All right, so I think that's okay. It looks like Mixon will not be back. It looks like Mixon will be back for week five. Um, So check that out. All right, Uh, by the way, Jim Ross, that means Mixon will be back by the time I see you in GST. That's all I got to say about that. Andy Dalton, though, the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth, ninth most expensive quarterback, but I like the matchup against Atlanta, and I think he he can be had. Atlanta is the 27th ranked defense, number 26 against the pass, and they just sustained another injury. He is my DFS quarterback this week. I'm stacking him with who? With the tight end, Tyler Eifert. Okay, this is just crazy to me. If you look, if you're on FanDuel and you look at the tight ends in that game, what if I told you that Tyler Eifert is not even the most expensive Bengals tight end this week? CJ Uzama is going at 4,700 on FanDuel and Eifert is 4,600. 4,600 is dirt cheap on FanDuel. Eifert has been healthy. His biggest issue is health. He has been healthy, okay? I like Tyler Eifert against this defense that lost their coverage linebacker and both of their safeties, all right? I know the target share has been going down, but I expect this to be a Tyler Eifert week. So give me Andy Dalton. Give me Tyler Eifert. My running backs. Remember I said that other game that was a high total, about 51? It was the Saints and the Giants? Yeah. My two starting running backs this week, Alvin Kamara and Saquon Barkley. These are guys that are catching 12 balls a game. I'll take that. Alvin Kamara is like the number one running back in fantasy so far this season. I'll spend up for him. I will get him. I will spend up for him. I think he's going to catch another nine balls and get into the end zone this week. Remember, high total means production for those guys. Say, verse, if you're taking guys in like, you know, oh, I don't know, the Seattle-Arizona game where the total is 39. Okay, look at the game totals. I'm trying to not only give you a fish, I'm trying to teach you how to fish so you can win that cash. All right, so I'm going Mixon, excuse me, I'm going Kamara and Barkley at running back. I'm going Bengals stack at quarterback tight end. Now, at the wide receiver position, I spread it around a little bit. All right, I spread it around a little bit. I am looking for people to me that are on the ascension. Okay, because I don't think it's caught up yet. First one for me is Jarvis Landry. Did you see the difference in Jarvis Landry when he had Baker playing quarterback last week than from when he had Terod? I expect that to continue. Jarvis Landry at only 7,000 I think is a good play. I think, uh, I think Landry will be heavily, heavily targeted this week. Okay, um, He had 15 targets last week. A lot of that in the second half, remember? Seven for 106. I think he continues the upward trend. I think he becomes the Jarvis Landry we saw on Hard Knocks, the Jarvis Landry that people drafted early on. I think there's a return for that on Juice. I like him this week at 7,000. I'm back on Kenny Stills this week. 
I'm back on Kenny Stills this week. Look at the game logs, right? He had a great week one, a bad week two, then had two touchdowns last week, okay? Here's the thing. I think Miami gets their first loss of the season. They go up to New England, right? I think New England's going to boat race them. I think it's going to be angry Belichick, angry Brady. What does that mean? It means that Miami is going to be in the position of chasing in the second half. It means they're going to be in their garbage time throwing the ball. I think Stills, who I've said a number of times, is the number one wide receiver on the Miami Dolphins. I think he's going to be able to eat. It's not even a touchdown-dependent call. The Pats' defense is also right now ranked 28th. You saw what the Detroit Lions were able to do against them last week. I do think they get back on the good foot, but I think Kenny Stills gets more targets than the five he's gotten in other games. I don't know if he gets in the end zone per se, but I like the explosive potential there to get in the end zone, and I think Miami's going to be throwing the ball a lot, trying to keep up with New England. And then who else do I got? (laughs) We sung it before. We'll sing it again. He's only 5,800. How is our guy Galladay only 5,800? I look at this matchup in the game of Dallas-Detroit. You know, he's the third most expensive Detroit Lions wide receiver. He is $700 less than Marvin Jones. He's $1,000 less than Golden Tate. For me, it would be so nice, Galladay. So I'm going with Galladay, and then I'm going back to the well with Tevin Coleman as my flex, okay? I'm going in that game, Cincinnati-Atlanta. I'm going in the other direction. Give me 7200 for Tevin Coleman in my flex. And remember how I said that this is the week that the Fitzmagic runs out? right, that he's going to be under pressure, that the Bears will pick him off, right, he's going to start throwing the ball to the other team, the Fitzmagic will wear off, I'm doubling down on that, the Chicago Bears are my DFS defense this week, and here's the thing, the Bears getting pressure, they are one of the highest scoring defenses, yet they are the fifth most expensive this week, because people think that the Fitzmagic is amazing, not this week. I'm calling the Magic to end this week and kind of after the bye, it could be Jameis, right? So give me the Chicago Bears as my DFS defense. So to recap, I'm going Andy Dalton, 7,400. Kamara and Barkley at 91 and 8,000, respectively. Juice Landry, 7,000. Galladay! 5,800. Kenny Stills at 6,400. Tyler Eifert at the dirt cheap price of 4,600. Against that Atlanta secondary and Tevin Coleman in my flex, 7,200. The Bears defense against Fitzmagic that's wearing off at 4,300. So there you go. We go to the phone lines right now. We got Sam in our nation's capital. Sam out in Washington. You're first up here on the Fantasy Freestyle with the Stats Overbeat Cypher and the Spitting Statistician. How can I help you? Sam for... actually just dropped. Sam Sorry, just dropped? in the process of updating you. That's all right. That's all right. Let's go to Terry and Cali, though. We go to the West Coast. Terry and Cali, what's going on? They got uh, Thursday Night Football about to pop off in L.A. How can we help you, Terry? Terry going once. Terry going twice. Sold on Terry. Let's try it. Third time's a charm. We go down to Dallas in Tejas. Nick in Dallas. You're on the line with the spitting statistician, I hope. You're on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's good? You on the line. What's up? Hmm. I don't hear anybody. Uh, what do we got here, Danny? I can't hear anybody on the phones. I know. I'm trying, Dan. Okay. Fair enough. 
no problem. In the meantime, I'm going to take a couple more questions from the chat room, okay? And then maybe we'll try and go back to the uh, we'll try and go back to the callers, okay? So remember, the number to call in is 347-767-6614. We'll give that a shot a little bit later on. There are more questions though in the YouTube chat. So let me answer some of you guys right now. Jeremy Spence, Woods or Tate in full PPR. They're both part of fantasy herds. I think Tate is the more, I think Tate is the surer thing. Okay, so give me Tate uh, for the receptions. Okay, I think Tate is the surer one, Jeremy. But it's kind of six of one, half a dozen of the other. But give me Golden Tate in that one. Mario DeRosa, Cook or Royce Freeman? Give me Cook. Okay, I just told you I like Lindsey in that matchup because they're going to have to keep up with Kansas City. And it looks like Royce Freeman is that early down back kind of guy. And it looks like Freeman is the PPR kind of guy. So give me Cook despite the usage concerns that I do in fact have tonight. I still think Freeman's not going to be on the field much, much. Monday Night Football, because I think Philip Lindsay will be. Jose Lopez, full point PPR, Lynch, Landry, or Aaron Jones for the flex? I think I answered this already, Jose. I think I might have answered this on Twitter or on Patreon. I think Beast Mode is the safe one, and Landry is kind of the pop-off home run swing, right? Um, but in full point PPR, Landry may even be higher. In full point PPR, I'll go Landry, then Lynch, then Aaron Jones. It's not Aaron Jones. In full point PPR, give me the target monster that is Jarvis Landry. He's in my DFS lineup, for God's sakes, right? So I like him. Give me Juice Landry there. Um, and then someone's asking me, oh, it was you, Danny, asking me about some defenses. And I mentioned that I like the Chicago Bears as my streaming defense. You're not streaming them. You probably They're owned. They're my DFS defense, but I had the options you gave me, Mr. Danny Otto. Give me the Chicago Bears all day long. We'll check in on the phone lines a little bit later on. Here's what I want to do in this segment. What we're going to do is, might as well, let me give you my Thursday night preview, okay? I'm going to give you my Thursday night preview of this game, where I'm going to go over-unders and with the point spread, that sort of thing. And then, Danny, after that, we'll check in back with you and see if we got those phone lines on and popping. All right. So tonight, Rams-Vikings. The thing for me is that, um, and by the way, we are having news. Dalvin Cook is officially active for this one. Marcus Peters is also officially active for the game that's getting started in an hour here. Thursday Night Football, Vikings, Rams, Dalvin Cook active Marcus Peters active. Remember, my concern, though, with Dalvin Cook is people get banged up on Thursday night Um and the usage may not be there because uh, he's like just coming back now. I still think Lat Murray is going to have uh, a share of this. But to the previous question, I'm still taking uh, Cook over Royce Freeman in that Monday night game. Um, so Peters is active. Cook is active. Here's the way it's going to play out, though. Um, here's, the, here's how I think it's going to play out. I think this is going to be close. Remember I told you last week that I thought the Rams stepped up in class to face the Chargers, and they did, and they still won that game by about 11 points. I think it was an 11-point game. They step up in class again this week, all right? And on the short week, we think weird things happen. I think the Rams win the game, but I don't think they cover the spread. That's what it comes down to for me. I think they win this game, but I don't think they cover the spread. Depending on where you are, depending on where you're getting your lines, depending where you get your bets from, that sort of thing, um, you could see it at 7 or at 7.5. At 7.5, I love Minnesota plus 7.5. You're telling me you're going to give the Vikings and Kirk Cousins, who many people believe are a playoff contender, a Super Bowl contender, you're going to give them 7.5 points against anybody? 
I'll take it. At seven, it could be a touchdown game. I could see a 27-20 kind of game. I think it's going to be close. Give me the points in this one. All right, Danny, we're going to give it a shot again, right? It looks like we got a couple of callers. Let's give it another shot. Let's try Nick in Dallas. Nick in Dallas, are you there? Going once. Going twice. Sold. Danny, it sounds like we got a bigger issue here with the phone, so we'll try and work that out maybe over the break. And if not, it means that we're going to try and get plugged in another time, but we'll go back to the chat room, okay? That's what we got to do here for now. Uh, I know my guys there down there in the fantasy pit of misery. We got the uh, we got uh, Cowboy Brian. We got Danny Otto, my man. We got Yang down there in the fantasy pit of misery. They doing what we can to make it all pop off and sound good over here on the fantasy freestyle. Um, so we'll check that out. In the meantime, uh, yeah, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking that this is a closer game than seven. Give me the Vikings plus seven points. Okay, so that's where I like in the game. The total is interesting to me also. The total is 49 and a half. I like the under in this game. You got two good defenses. I don't care if Aqib Tlaib is out. The Vikings and the Rams are two of the best of the five best defenses in the NFL. I know the Rams offense has looked out of this world this year so far. I don't care. Okay, I think this game goes a little bit under. This morning, I was talking to the king, Scott Engel, El Rey de Fantasia, and uh, he was saying also he thinks this could be one of the first kind of duds on uh, Thursday Night Football for the year. Then, on the 8 o'clock hour, I talked to Mike Blewett on Fantasy Sports Today, and he said, I think this could be one of the first duds of the year. He, in fact, went so far to say that he's going to take, in his like official picks that we do like a contest, we pick three games each week, he made the Minnesota Vikings, Los Angeles Rams, under 49 and a half as one of his three best bets of the week, and I agree with him, all right? I think it is going to be uh, under and give me Minnesota plus seven. That's the way I'm going with this. So far, I have been right on all of these Thursday night football games. I told you about the Browns open up the victory fridges uh, last Thursday. I was off on the season opener. I had Atlanta in the season opener, and I. but I also did tell you in the week two one how I liked Cincinnati. Everyone was on Baltimore week two because of what they did against Buffalo week one, and I was like, no, 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 I'm more on Cincinnati in that one, okay? So I have been, and also the home team has won every Thursday night football, Philly in week one, Cincy in week two, the Cleveland Browns even in week three, and that means the Los Angeles Rams tonight. I think the Rams win the game, but I do think it is closer than some people may think. All right, so here we go. We're going back to the stats over beat Cypher. Um, hey, hey, Mike Perez saying, uh, getting, you know, Dilly Dilly's over here. That's what it is, Foot Clan. You know, we got love for everybody. Um, but it's all good. You know, uh, when people stop watching and not making money, bet they open them lines up. Fantasy footballers are the best. That's interesting, Andrew. You know, you could, you could think what you want. Um, it's all love. People are watching. 
I love what people do. I love what people call. We got a great community here, and that's why I love the Stats Over Beat Cypher. Y'all know each other by this point, right? The Lance Davises of the world, the Siraj Patels of the world, right? My guy, my people, Jilly Dilly and the like. We're trying to build a real community here, and I appreciate you guys because we chime in. We look to support each other. That's what it is, Stats Over Beat. So, Andrew, if you want to get down with us, you're more than welcome to. You can, but if not, I understand it as well, man. There's other places you can go. We What we do over here is we help you win your leagues and win that cash. That's what we do with the Spitting Statistician, Stable Genius, and Vocal Minority. What we're going to do, though, uh, Cook or Coleman? That's a close one. Give me Tevin Coleman, Josh. I already told you I like Tevin Coleman. That game, I think, is going to be high scoring. I like the total in that game, high scoring in that one, and I have concerns with Dalvin Cook's usage. That's what it comes down to, okay? My concerns on his usage. All right, Jim Ross. All right, yeah, the baseballers are pretty good, but that's okay. Perry Ng, I'm going to answer your question when we come back on the other side of the break. Fantasy Freestyle. Keep it locked. And listen to my man, yo. Crush that like button, all right? There's only 19 likes so far. When we come back, I want to see that hop up, all right? Come on back. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Welcome back. This is the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Yo, Andrew. My man, I ain't trying to call you out, bro. It's all love, all right? It's all love. I know you want to call in. A lot of people want to talk to the spitting statistician, Andrew. It's all love, baby. I'm not trying to call you out. I'm just saying, you know, my stats over beat Cypher is the crew, okay? And and we do things, uh, you know, no hate here. We do things collaboratively. We try to help each other win our leagues and win that cash. Andrew, you are always welcome, my friend. Um, you know, I got I got love for the footballers. I ain't got no beef with anybody. I ain't got no beef with Corey Parson. I ain't got no beef with Craig Carton. I ain't got no beef with the best friends forever. I love everybody in this industry, okay? I think everybody is doing what we can to try and help everybody, right? I will say this, though, all right? And I say it before. Nobody loves their audience more than the spitting statistician, okay? You guys truly matter. I am overjoyed by the fact that y'all, 42 likes, right? That y'all y'all um, appreciate my insight, that y'all appreciate that I try and do it in a fun and entertaining way. You appreciate my responsiveness, and I appreciate that y'all appreciate it, okay? It does mean a lot to me, okay? This is a labor of love for me. I had a guy hit me up on Twitter and saying, when we watch your show, we know your passion. And that's what I want to bring to you, okay? So, Andrew, it's all love. You can listen to everybody you want. And to be quite honest, you know, Brett Smaller says, you listen to both. Nobody gets it right. You know, professional handicappers in Vegas get it right like 55, 60% of the time. If you call against the spread picks right 55, 60% of the time, 
you're a professional out this, okay? So I'm trying to hit over 50%. I'm trying to help people out. When I get messages saying that I helped you win week three or that I it was your first year playing fantasy and you won a championship, it matters to me, guys, all right? So I appreciate that. We're going to give it one more call on the phone lines. We're going to try it again. I appreciate my man Danny Otto down there as well trying to make it happen. My man, this is my Spearmint Rhino friend, Jacob in Vegas. Let's give it a shot, Jacob. Can I hear you? You're on the freestyle. Yo, 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 what up? Steve? Dilly, dilly, what up, Jacob? Dilly, dilly, baby. What's going on? I got you. What's up? All right, man. So I got um, set and start questions. Yeah. Because, you know, I can't, I, I can't listen to you on the weekends. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. Um. All right. So I'm between Stills and Hogan. Between and, Stills and um, Hogan. Yeah, I'm a receiver too right now. I'm not yeah. trying to make trades. Yeah. So to me, game flow is big one in this, okay? You got to think about it, and, and, and I talk about game flow a lot. Generally speaking, what that means is that a team is up big in the second half, they're going to be trying to run the ball, right? The team that's down big in the second half, they're going to have their bas- pass catching back, their three wide set, their no huddle, their wide receivers. I think the Patriots are going to boat race the Dolphins this week, right? So I think in the second half, that's a lot of the Patriots running the ball. And a lot of the Dolphins throwing the ball. That's why I like my man, the stereotype Sony Michelle, this week, Jacob. So because of that, I might lean stills. And Hogan has defecated the mattress for people left and right. I want to see Hogan do something before I put him back in. All right, Jacob, what else you got, brother man? Uh, and on um, either Dalton or Carson Wentz. I love Andy Dalton this week. If you listen to the beginning of the show, I love Andy Dalton this week. The Atlanta Falcons, okay, have been eviscerated in their pass defense. Both of their starting safeties, their coverage linebacker. I like the line, the matchup for Andy Dalton this week. Carson Wentz, he didn't look like he was okay, right? But they're on the road at Tennessee, I believe, this week. They got Tennessee. Is that on the road? Where is that? Let's see. Let me check that real quick for you. It is in Tennessee. Give me... Yeah, give me Andy Dalton inside against the banged-up secondary um, over Carson Wentz in his second game back. All right there, Jacob? All right, man. Fair enough. Thank you, you, sir. All right, check this out. Um, Danny, we're going to look to get a couple more callers. Yeah, we got Bob in Vermont. What's going on, Bob? How you doing? This is my first time calling you. Dilly dilly, Bob. Welcome to the show. How can we help you? I'm from New York originally. All right, that's what's up. I'm from the Bronx, baby. What's up? Where you at? I, I was born in the Bronx, too. All right. All right. BX represent. Um, okay. How you doing then up Tonight's in Vermont? Game. Isn't that like Red Sox country up there? Yeah, but I'm a Yankee fan. All right. I hope you you behind enemy lines. How can I help you, Bob, for week four? Let's win, okay. you, let's win you some cash. Game, I went to FanDuel tonight and did the – you only picked five players, right. right? Yeah. This one. So you can win up to $2,000 yeah. if you win. Yeah. Okay, so I got Todd Gurley as my MVP. As your, like, captain or whatever and it is, then, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, MVP, 15 times points. Love it. And then the four flex plays is Goff, you know, from the Rams. Yes. And Murray from the Minnesota. Okay. And Cup from the Rams like and also Randolph from the Rams. I like that a lot, uh, and let me tell from you From the why. Minnesota, I mean, not Rams, but... Yeah. yeah. Do you like that? I do like it, Bob, and let me tell you why. I've been telling people that I'm concerned with the Dalvin Cook usage, right? So that means Lat Murray may get more volume than people would have thought. And Latavius Murray is the goal line back there anyway. When they're in tight, when they're in close, they're going to give it to Latavius Murray. All right, so I like the Latavius Murray play. Sure, make Gurley my captain, right? He's an MVP candidate. I like that. Jared Goff. 
turn my head in golf. He has been amazing this year so far, so I like that. And then the other thing you said was of the wide receivers, and this allows me to answer another question that I saw in the chat room earlier who was asking, like, which is the best Rams receiver tonight? I would go with Cooper Cup. Here's why. The Minnesota Vikings have two strong cornerbacks, right? Cooper Cup is the guy in the slot that's not seeing their two major cornerbacks. So I like Cup of the three wide receivers. The problem is, and I've said this before, Bob and everybody in the cypher, they're a fantasy herd. It could be someone else this week. I do like Cup, though. He also gets the red zone target. So I like that a lot. Okay, Bob? Thanks for calling. Thanks for joining the show. I hope you win a little bit of extra cash. If you do, though... Hey, can I get like 2%? If you win $2,000, all right, Bob? I'm looking for like a free drink or something like that, all right? Let's take another call. We'll take one more call. Nick in Dallas. We tried to get to you before. I hope you're here now. Nick, what's up? Can I hear you? You on the freestyle? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, dilly dilly, Nick. What's up? All right, what's up, man? Hey, um, I just got two quick questions. Um, yeah. One, I got a running back problem. I got Dalvin Cook, obviously. I don't want to play him today, right. but I have no running back on my um. So listen, you can go with Cook, man. Listen, let's not go dramatic, okay? Let's not go overboard here. I'm talking relatively speaking. I'm concerned about his usage. But, like, if your other option is blunt guts trash, then you got to go Cook. Remember, someone else had a question about Cook or Royce Freeman. And I'm saying here, calls for pause on Cook, but it's all relative, right? So who are your other options, Nick? Um, the main people I kind of picked out would be Theo Riddick, Naeem Hines, uh, and probably Lat Murray, maybe Chris Ivory if uh, LaShawn McCoy doesn't play, you know? Yeah, so here's the thing, though. You have to make this decision before you know about LaShawn McCoy. you got to make this decision on Cook, mm-hmm. like, in the next half hour. And you don't know if exactly. McCoy is going to play, right? So I would stay away from Ivory. If you're right, if McCoy wasn't there, uh, then Ivory is the play. But you have to make this decision with, with incomplete information. You know what I mean, Nick? So uh, mm-hmm. for that reason... Uh, I think you can go with Dalvin Cook. I am concerned yeah. about him and his usage and his not being at 100% health, right, on Thursday night football. I am concerned, but given the other options that you're talking about, I don't like Theo Riddick. I believe, to be honest, that Carryon Johnson's going to start to eat into his passing work. Um, I forget the other guy you said. Oh, Lat Murray. You know, mm-hmm. that's intriguing. That's intriguing to me, right? But what are you going to do, Cook or Murray, right? You're, like, choosing which Viking you like yeah. better. Um, that's intriguing. I could say that if you are, if you are that worried about the injury or about the Rams defense or about anything like that, then I guess Lat Murray, but that's kind of go with your gut on that one. All right. That, that's what I would say. But if you put a gun to my head, go ahead and start Dalvin Cook. I don't have to do that, man. All right, Nick. All right. I appreciate you, boss. Anytime, brother, man. All right, anytime, brother man. All right, fair again. Oh, Perry, I am Bob from Vermont. Perry Ng, asking me if I trust Chris Carson. Goff or Watson, I love Goff. Oh, with the bonus for 40 or 50 yards. Yeah, I still love Goff. He throws the ball deep. Brandon Cooks is a deep threat. These guys can break it. Um, You know, Todd Gurley taking a screen 50 yards could do it. Okay, um, so there you go. Robert Woods over Brandon Cook says B Nats for the rest of the season. Hot take. I don't think that's hot. That hot. Um, I think that's very possible. I think that's very possible. All right, quite frankly. All right, dilly dilly to everybody. Here's what I want to do, Danny. We've got limited time left in the show. I got to tell you, you know how we did the game of inches on Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah, and we had that tie? 
Yeah. 132.1 to 132.1. Yeah. So that's a quality nomination. It really is. That's a quality nomination. I got two more, though. I got two people. Uh, Red Foreman, big shout out, Dilly Dilly, and Boule1219, Dilly Dilly. Check this out, Danny. And I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this. Both of them lost by, like, roughly two-tenths of a point. Point two, right? Oof. They, um, they both had Big Ben, who had a good game. But then at the very end of... Danny, what happens at the very end of games when the team is up and they need to just run out the last minute and a half? What do offenses do? They just kneel. They just kneel. Yeah. What are those technically... What do you think that technically is scored as? Is it a negative? Yeah. That's scored as a negative one-yard rush by the quarterback. So, um, and if you were watching this game, Big Ben, like normal quarterbacks, just take the snap and kneel right down. Big Ben, for some reason, took the snap and, like, backpedaled for two or three steps and then kneeled down. Okay? So, Big Ben had to kneel down two or three times. That's minus .2, minus .3 right there. These guys lost both. Boulay 1219 and Red Foreman lost by .2 this week with Big Ben, and it was the kneel downs at the very end of Monday Night Football. So imagine this, Danny. You are, like, winning your matchup by .1, and then Big Ben starts to kneel down, and you see it happen, and you're like, oh, snap, he just lost a yard, and then you're tied. And then he does it again, and you're like, oh, snap, he lost the yard. And then you're down by .1. And he does it again, and you're like, oh, snap, I just lost by two-tenths of a MF point. Hashtag literally game of inches. Danny, what do you feel about that one? Damn. That's yeah. damn. Damn is right. All right, so, so talk to me, though, Danny. Losing because of the Big Ben kneel downs? Or what about my man Big Voge, who with the last play of the game, that DeAndre Hopkins when Deshaun Watson crossed the line of scrimmage stuff? What's worse? I think that one's still worse. The Houston Texans one? Yeah. Is worse than your quarterback kneel downs? <sighs> yeah. Is that worse than having a tie 132.1 to 132.1? See, that one's just intriguing. I, I want to see how that I want to see what happens at week 13 so and if almost, it matters for the playoffs, yeah, right? Yeah, it almost has to stay in the running just because of that. Yeah. All right, so Erwin G., make sure you keep us posted on your team throughout the season. Because if you're, like, in sixth place going in to the last week of the season. I want to have you call in the show. I want to really discuss this with you. Also, I got a good announcement to make. You guys know how we got the trap game maestros. You've seen how the spitting statistician will drop a verse on you. Yo, I'm back in the lab with my man Kenneth Cashman representing RotoWare. Okay, we're going to do a little collabo. We're going to drop a track in the next couple of weeks. And I'm going to have my man Kenneth Cashman join the show, Fantasy Freestyle. He is the RotoWare commissioner, the founder and executive director, CEO of RotoWare. He's going to get down with the Stats Overbeat Cypher. We are going to debut a new track that we are doing as a collabo together. And we're going to have him judge some of these Game of Inches nominees so far. And he's going to tell you all the special prizes and gifts and love that he's going to give to the Stats Overbeat Cypher, Danny. I'm excited about that a little bit later on. We'll do that probably close to Halloween, maybe halfway through the season, because we got to get in the lab and record. And then uh, I want to have him on and judge some of these guys so far. So, so far, I think our top four, Danny, are Big Voge, the Hopkins catch on the last play with a penalty that should have been called, that never was called. Um, I think we got Erwin G, the 132.1, the 132.1 tie. And then these two guys, Boulay1219 and Red Foreman, who lost by two-tenths of a point because of the Big Ben kneel downs. What do you say? I think that's fair. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. 
Cool, cool. That's what it is. You know it's strong style. I drop knowledge and I drop bars. Chronicle, baby, represent. Chronicle. Go search for me on iTunes. We three albums deep. The last one on iTunes that you can find is called Drinking on a Tuesday. Um, how do I feel about Doug Baldwin moving forward, Carlos? I want to see him, but if he's back, I like him. If I like if if uh if if um if I see him, I like him. I, I I'd start him right away. Okay, I think he's going to be a critical part of that offense, and he's going to be like the security blanket for Russell Wilson. He knows he can go to Doug Baldwin. He trusts Doug Baldwin. So I like that, all right? Hey, uh, Jim Ross, you talking to uh, – I know you're not talking to me. I know you ain't talking to me, brother man. <laughs> it's all love. I hope uh, Pretty in Pink was good too, Jim Ross, all right? And I hope you know also, JR, that uh, I talked to our guys over at GST. They had to change some things. You are now listed where you should be. Big shout-out to my man Jim Ross, okay? I want to give him a shout-out. We're in a big-time league together, the Greenwich Street Tavern. You may have heard of it before. And my man Jim Ross is killing it right now. He is 3-0. Oh. Right now, I'm middling right there in the sixth position overall. Jim Ross is undefeated at 3-0 and with the second-highest point total in the league. Definitely doing his thing. But you know why? It's because he listens to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. He's down with the stats over Beats Cypher. He's with the best friends forever. He's with the Goon Squad. He represents this network. He takes all that information, and then he applies it to go 3-0. and Big shout-out to you, Jim Ross. I hope you and your wife enjoyed Pretty in Pink on Tuesday. All right, brother? man um so there you go all right um and here's the thing again one last thing for my people on twitter my people on patreon when you're asking me questions i answer the question but it's your team a lot of times i say this back and forth with people because then they're like oh but what about this did you consider this yes i considered everything and i gave you my opinion if you want to go the other way it's your team it's all good all right, and this is what I tell people a lot, and I'm not trying to be snarky, right? I say the beauty of fantasy is that ultimately it's up to you. It's your team. To be honest, I get confused sometimes because to me, the joy of fantasy, the fun of fantasy, right, is agonizing over these decisions and making the call and then being right, you know? But when people like ask me the questions, it's almost as though they're outsourcing the accountability to me, right? They say, oh, because I, then I just went with what you said. And if it's bad, you could be like, why didn't I listen to you? To me, that's the joy. The draft is the fun part, picking your players, deciding who to pick up, deciding who to start. That's the fun part. That's why we do this crazy game. I love it. You love it. Make those choices. Go with your gut. I understand getting the insight and analysis from experts like myself, right? But ultimately, it is your team. Live and die with your decisions. The worst thing to do is to be like, ah, I wish I would have done that, and then go away from what your gut tells you and be wrong, okay? So listen, I'll give you my thoughts. I'll give you my opinions. I give you my analysis. But ultimately, it is your team, all right? And I'm here to support you. The Stats Over Beat Cypher is here to support you. You're right, Strong Style. It's fun and it's frustrating, but... That's why we're here, and that's why we love it. Dilly dilly to everybody. I think Minnesota wins. I mean, excuse me, the Rams win tonight, but do not cover. I'll see you next time, week five. But catch me Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m., giving you what you need to win your leagues and win that cash. Peace, somebody. Does your fantasy team suck? Maybe you need us. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The only free 24-7 fantasy sports radio network.
we have 